0: the Holy Spirit does give you great boldness, gives you energy. And I want to talk about that tonight. The Holy Spirit, my friend who I met as a young child and thought I was going mad and voices in my head, but it wasn't. It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the person, the third person of the Trinity. There's the Father and the Son. Who knows Jesus Christ in the house tonight? Who knows? He walked the earth, performed miracles, died on a cross, rose on the third day, came back into the upper room and uh, said to the disciples, peace, peace. And then he said in the next instant, this is after he died, this is three days later, he walked into that, he just walked through the doors and came in, disciples were blown out. And, uh, and he said, he said this, let's have a look at this, okay. Let's have a look at John 20 verse 19, hope you got your Bibles. Bibles are available at Cornerstone right next to the cafe, the Nourish Cafe. Nourish Cafe has got the best food on the Central Coast. If you need to take your wife there, your loved one, go there. It's at Erina, and uh, it's got great coffee, great food, nearly as good as milk and honey. Tonight, there's some great food in that cafe. I saw it. Yeah, and uh, if you want, it, you want some of that, please make a beeline there to the end. At the end, um, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit's here. One of, the, one of the key things, this is my heart for you tonight. And, and by the way, befriend each other, won't you? There's so many people joining the church, and please work the floor. What's work the floor mean? Socializing. Fraternizing. Frat, say fraternizing. No, no, hang on. Fraternizing. Some, someone said fraternizing or something. <laughs> no, fraternizing. Yeah, fraternizing. Socializing. Please, it's a it's a family. Church is a family. Find your family. Church is a family. It's not a club. It's a family. We are family. Me and my sisters are free. Please. I just did a little little um or a little edit on the lyrics, sorry, I just but um we are family. We're on a journey. Are you trusting the pastors to lead you on a journey through thick and thin of life. Life is hard, by the way. Life is very, very hard. And uh, you, need, you need your transcendent guide, Jesus Christ, to lead you. Transcendent, because walls no matter, don't matter to Him. Time doesn't matter. He leads you, man. He leads you. through th- Underwater, even if you're on a submarine, He's there. He can lead you. Even if you go to the moon... He's there. He can be there. He can lead you. Amen. Yeah. He's a transcendent guide. The Holy Spirit is the personal person of the Godhead. It's, it's, it's a person. I, I just got to make this one only point tonight. That the Holy Spirit is personable, friendly, a gentleman, not boisterous. He, just so strong, but such a gentleman. Maybe like, a bit like an English butler, I don't know. <laughs> just having some thoughts there. But um, Maybe like Batman's butler, I don't know. Um, but but the, the Holy Spirit is, is personable. And one of the key things, now listen to it, here it is. One of the key things of a church like this like Hillsong, like C3, like any Spirit-filled church, one of the key things, I said, one of the key things is that this, you must, when you get saved, after you've given your life to the Lord, like the people did this morning, like all you people did, somewhere, sometime, somehow, after you've done that, you must be introduced to the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is invisible it's your invisible friend the world can't see him the world can't know him but you can with faith when you receive Christ into your heart you receive faith hope and love it's like a treasure chest man it's in there whether you like it or not it can have a a lid on it or it can be displayed in all its glory you could shut it it's all mine Bound for heaven. And, or you can open it up and jewels and diamonds and pearls and rubies and ah, oh, just that life brilliantly shines for Jesus. Takes a bit to do that. To let the guard down. To be bold, to be brave, to shine your light for Jesus. I love people that shine. I love people that are a bit, you know, a little that can do that. Some of us, like myself, need help. I'd be an introvert. I personally like being by myself a lot. Who's like that? I like, I can hang out, man. They put me in a lot of solitary consignment. I'm just going, thank you, Jesus. How many years? Seven? Praise God. Just give me a Bible. That's all I want. Some of those Chinese persecuted Christians, they get locked up and they've just got a fragment. They've a fragment of a Bible, a quarter of a page, one one scripture, and they've folded it up and put it in their ear or something, and, and they go in and they live off that. They preach off it. They start churches off one scripture. Here's us. We got these Bibles, man, and we, we you know, and like Andrew said, we don't open them up. They just sit there. That's a good key, man. Get your Bible out of out from wherever and put it on the table and open it just flick it open and just open it it's like becomes a meal an instant meal (laughs) wow and then of course it entices you to to read it the whole and listen the holy spirit is the only key factor that will help you read your bible you won't read the bible will not make sense without the holy spirit will not make sense People have opened the Bibles, gotten saved, come to church for years and still have not been able to get into the Bible, found a way into the Bible. Amen. There's just just no way in. They like the Christian church. They like their Christian friends. But there's just impenetrable fortress, like a combination lock. And they've never been able to get into that Bible, to open it, to find their way through it. Because once you get into the Bible, it's like... Wow, it's like a, a, it's like a fantastic voyage. Say fantastic voyage. Fantastic voyage. Uh, we had this movie growing up and the spaceship was miniaturized and it was shot into someone's vein and they went through this fantastic voyage through someone's body. Love that stuff. Yeah, inner space. One of the most funny 80s movies I, I, I can think of. But listen, he wants to take you on a journey. You need a guide. You need the Holy Spirit. Jesus says this in this scripture. Let's have a look at it. John 20, verse 19, on the evening of the first day. What's the evening of the first day? It's the first day after Jesus died on the cross. It's Sunday. <coughs> it's, 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 the, it's the Sabbath. It's, the, it's, it's Easter Sunday, I should say. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews... They just shrank back in fear. Jesus had been crucified. The disciples shrunk back. Don't shrink back. Don't shrink back. I'll I'll share how you can not shrink back. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. 2020. After he said this, he showed them his hands and side, meaning he was pierced in the side, showed the hands. Hands were pierced. It's really me. It's Jesus. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the lord wow he has risen the prophecy is true it's true 21 again jesus said peace be with you as the father has sent me i am sending you okay so there's a mission this is the first thing he says to the disciples after he died this is the first thing the first principle in the bible is the first thing the first of your fruit The tithe, it's important. The first thing God says, it's important. Jesus, this is important. This is the first thing he says. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you into the Central Coast, into your schools, into your workplace. I'm sending each one of you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. I'm sending you, but receive the Holy Spirit. This was the plan and purpose for mankind. This was the plan and purpose for us this side of the cross. That we'd be sent, that we'd be on a mission all the time, but we'd be clothed with power and the Holy Spirit to get the job done. Amen? This is our mission. That's just elementary school, that's kindergarten. In Christendom that you are saved now you are sent wherever you live in your street in your workplace you are sent and now you become a witness you shine Jesus shine wherever you are how do I do that my heart is a little bit inhibited my personality is not like Ollie's um or Maddie's, I, I tend to play it very safe. I'm very quiet. How do I go public? The Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, your, the Bible says, your helper, your counselor. The Holy Spirit comes alongside you to whisper to you, to guide you, to inform you and the holy spirit is doing his darndest to exalt jesus so okay i need someone hallelujah okay marty you you look like a sorry yeah 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 okay you're the born again believer we're going to take a stroll through life down this carpet here just pull up about the end of the carpet. let's do it slow time let's go back let's go back we just got out of bed this is 24 hours in the day. We're just going to walk through life. We just got up out of We've been waiting for you to get up, by the way. You must have had a hard day. And the Holy Spirit is here already. The Holy Spirit. Now, stop, Marty. It's about 12 o'clock midday, and you haven't even said hi to me. Hello. I've just been hanging here. But a, a better thing would be to do this. Let's start the day again. Let's start the day again. You get out of bed. You get out of bed, I'm just standing right beside your bed. I'm the person, get this, this is the theology. I am the person of the Holy Spirit. I have personality, I have will, I can speak. It's not an impersonal force. Now, Jehovah Witnesses, which... I don't know what they're on. uh, But, listen, they think it's an impersonal force. No, the Holy Spirit is personable. personable it's not like a blank screen it's looking at you with eyes of love so Holy Spirit Marty wakes up I'm the Holy Spirit you wake up what would you say if the Holy Spirit was standing if you could actually see the Holy Spirit standing beside your bed good morning, good morning Holy Spirit good morning. so what was one of the most famous Christian books released in the 70s before my time. yeah it was Can anyone tell me what the name of the book was? What was it? Good Morning, morning, Holy Spirit, written by Benny Hinn. Hinn. So his whole ministry is based on the fact of the Holy Spirit. So you've said good morning to me, good start. I do that too. In the shower, having brekkie, I just tune in, Ah, I'm on planet earth. Holy Spirit, yes, I can hear you. Now we're going to start the day. You've got to go to work. You've got to go to Bible college, whatever you do. But you're on your bike even. That doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit's pretty good. He can hang on. No. The Holy, <laughs> the holy Spirit is, is just there. Yep. This is the Holy, supernatural Holy Spirit. He, he can be with you personally, even as you're flying down the F3 on your motorbike. He can speak to you, bless you, can counsel yeah. you, comfort you. And, and he's just there. you just got to know that. So we're moving on down the line. We're moving on down the line. Now you've got some drama, man. Um, you just got a phone call. You need some wisdom. Your house in Victoria is uh, someone wants to lease it for $2,000 a week. And you've got to make a decision whether to kick those people yeah. out and do that. <laughs> And you, you, you're, you're a guy. You got a conscience. You don't want to throw that family, that lady, out with four kids, and, and but you, you wouldn't mind two thousand dollars a week. That's a hard one, man. That's a hard one. So what, do you, what are you going to do? You're going to ask the, you're going to ask for advice. You're going to ask the Holy Spirit. and We're going to talk about that. Now, I act on behalf of the Holy. I'm not won over by your emotions. You can stomp your feet. You can make a great case that you need two thousand dollars, but I've got to act and advocate what the Father says, what Jesus says about the matter. So you gotta listen up, you gotta listen with ears that hear, not just what you want to hear. So we're gonna have a little talk about this. So he does, he's sitting there at C3 cafe down at Oxford Falls, he's by himself, everyone says, gee Marty looks a little bit quiet uh, today, Uh, I'd go up and say hi to him but obviously he's having time uh, quiet time in God, and so we talk, and we—it's you know, under your breath and whatever. But you—you got the presence of God around you, and you know you do. And you're sort of conversing, and we're having a little little think tank. We're having a little brainstorm what to do in this situation. God bless you, Marty. Thanks, mate. Give it up for Marty. But he's got to get to know me, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna walk through life till the end of his days, and I'm gonna teach him how to pray. The only way I know how to get to know the Holy Spirit, the only way I know, is to pray. Oh, man, why do you say that? That's really hard. Pray. Yeah, I haven't sort of got that victory yet. But you need to, because the Holy Spirit is just like that. When you want to gravitate towards your friends all the time, you you need to realize... That the Holy Spirit wants you to be gravitated to Him. Yep. It's okay to be lonely a little bit. It's okay to be, don't be codependent on people. Yeah. Oh, I've got to ring, I've got to need someone, Facebook, someone help me. I need someone to stimulate me. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will do that. So, yeah. I need to get my phone out, I need to get on the internet, I need, can you come around now? Yeah, yeah, that's all good. But you need downtime. And downtime for me, when I was a kid, when I began my journey with the Holy Spirit, was walking to school. Which, unfortunately, now I see kids, with like I do when I go for a walk, with the, the plugs in the ears. And that's really hard for the Holy Spirit to get through to you now, because you'll listen to jang, a jang, a bang, jang, bang, jang, bang, jang, bang, jang, and the Holy Spirit's going, man, <laughs> you know... I listen to atmospheric music. I, I, I listen to music that is just in the background where I can hear God still. And, uh, but listen, you need to befriend the Holy Spirit if you're going to make this. Yep. You won't make it. I'm looking at you. You won't make it. You won't read your Bibles. You won't hear God's wisdom. You'll do your own thing. You'll run out of steam. Good intentions are great but they don't, get you to, you know, they don't get you the best life. Amen? Yes. You need the Holy Spirit. Prove it. Okay, let's do that just quickly. i just, just got to give you enough. This is solid, but I just don't want to keep expanding on it because I want to make it simple tonight. So this was the plan and purpose of God through Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Matthew 10, 7. A couple of scriptures now. And he says, Look, as you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely ever receive, freely give. That's radical, but here's, here's, a, here's a version. Here's, a, here's a, an abbreviated version. Wherever you go, wherever you go, may you change the atmosphere. Wherever you go. You know, you're not going to go to work and cast out a demon out of someone. You know what? I've always knew you had a demon, and would you let me cast it out? Because Pastor Phil said last night. I've got the anointing to do that. Don't do that, please. <laughs> you just go to work and you know that your presence and God in you will change the atmosphere. Will change the atmosphere, alright? <laughs> Amen. You can do that. You, I mean, in the right setting, but you can drive out demons most certainly. What did you receive when you get, got saved? Luke 17 verse 21. The kingdom of God is within you. His presence is, with, is within you. His presence. What happened when you got saved? His kingdom. His, his faith, hope, and love came to, came to roost into your life. It's there. His kingdom is in there. How do you release it? By proclaiming it, speaking it, declaring it, laying hands on someone. It's in you. I don't care how you look. I don't care how good you've done at school or how bad you've done at school. You got it. Yeah. I don't care if you got one leg. You got it. Doesn't matter of, of your infirmity. You got it. You got the Holy Spirit. You got the kingdom in you. I'm going to teach you something, how to believe that it's real. Um, it says in John 2.27, as for you, the anointing, say the anointing. the anointing, you receive from him remains in you. You're anointed. Does everyone know what the anointing means? It's the Holy Spirit. You've been anointed. Okay. But as His anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in Him. Hmm. Okay. Okay, let's check this out now. Um, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so okay, two things, Uh, uh, two comings of the Holy Spirit, one was this, when Jesus was baptized, he came out out of the Jordan, and the dove landed on the shoulder of Jesus, symbolic of the Holy Spirit, the dove is a very sensitive creature, the dove is a very sensitive creature, when Jesus was baptized, he came out of the Jordan, and the Holy Spirit rested upon him, That was the first one. And stayed with him. Stayed with him because Jesus was just a man. He was God, but he was a man. But he needed the Holy Spirit. Jesus didn't do any miracles before the Holy Spirit landed on him. There's no account of Jesus pulling off miracles in the schoolyard. Or as a teenager. Or as a carpenter. It all started when the Holy Spirit landed on him. Another version says settled on him. Another version says a light. Meaning it just... The Holy Spirit comes upon us and we host the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is hosted. Say hosted. hosted. Yeah. We host people when they come in. we be friendly. Marty and Briya did a great job hosting the new people that came in. But if we say, ah, whoever is in here, who cares? That's not hosting people. Yeah. So what, you came? Who cares? Yeah, what? You're the Holy Ghost. Yeah. The Holy Spirit can come to you by your invitation and stay with you and be upon you and you can get things done with it. You can shift mountains, you can rebuke demons, you can witness for Jesus, you can sing, you can play bass, you can play drums, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you in the Holy Spirit if you be sensitive with the Holy Spirit. If you try to take the Holy Spirit into the nightclub you can, but you better be right with God and be in there for the right reason. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit will leave and you'll be mere, you'll just be a mere person. Yeah. You'll just be like Clark Kent. Yeah. You'll get caught out. You can get caught out. Yeah, so because the Holy Spirit can't warn you now. When something happens, the Holy Spirit can't warn you. You've left the Holy Spirit out. Is this helping someone? You can go into a nightclub with the Holy Spirit, by the way. If you're in there for the right reasons. But if you're in there to just to get lost from God and just get plastered and just, just please your flesh... Don't expect the Holy Spirit. The dove is a very sensitive creature. It will just back off and just wait out. Just wait for you to come out and just make sure you get home. Just make sure you get home. And then come to rest on you when you get your act together. Is that cool? Give the Lord a hand. You're too quiet. (laughs) I'm talking about my friend, the Holy Spirit. Luke 3.22 says, the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. The second one was the day of Pentecost. We know that. That's the birthing of the church. Praise God for that. But the first one, the first account is awesome. Uh, I like this. And I mentioned this scripture this morning. Why is the Holy Spirit restricted in our life? Why doesn't it flow? There's a story. Okay, I need to move now. There's a story of Jesus walking through the village and there's a woman with a a very bad problem of of, of bleeding and she spent a lot of money, the Bible says. She spent a lot of money. She sought a lot of um, uh, physicians and she's not healed. She's not even supposed to be out in public. The Jewish custom says, if you've got an illness like that, you're supposed to be at home. She sneaks out. She pushes through the crowd. She touches the hem of Jesus. There's hundreds of people around Jesus because Jesus is the main man. It's like when love comes to town, you go see Jesus. All these people and the disciples are trying to protect him. And this woman pushes through. She knows that if she can just touch the hem of Jesus, that there will be a transfer of power. She pushes through, she presses in, she touches the hem of Jesus, and power, virtue power, comes into her body, and Jesus stops and says, someone has touched me. And the disciples says, you kidding? Someone's touched you? Everyone's around you, pressing upon you. No, someone's touched me. He turns, the woman's crouching, Yes, woman, your faith has healed you. The woman was healed in an instant. Another account that because Peter, the apostle Peter, was so imbued with the Holy Spirit and empowered with God. Because why? Because their affections were on Christ. Okay, back that up with scripture, Pastor Phil. And why doesn't the anointing flow? Do you want me to make a point of that? Why doesn't the anointing flow from me? It could be because your affections are on other things, the world, whatever. But if your affections on Christ, the anointing will flow. Let's have a look at this scripture. It's in 2 Corinthians 6.12. The NIV says it like this. We are not withholding our affection from you, but you are withholding yours from us the new american standard bible says it like this you are not restrained by us but you are restrained in your own affections our own affections are restraining our own affections to the world our affections towards the world are restraining the anointing flowing from our life you get around this this okay one great example will be tuesday night if you go to the Wombrough Primary School and you sit under that, that wonderful man's ministry, you will get the Holy Spirit in power. As you do when guest speakers come here and when we preach. Because our affections are on Christ. You can feel it even when Marty gets up. When Bree got up, I could feel the anointing. I could feel the power of God coming towards me. And they're just doing the announcements. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works, man, because their affections are on Christ. And if their affections are on Christ, the Holy Spirit will flow. But if their affections are in the world, there's, there's like a dam. It won't flow. Come on. Come on. There's another story. It goes like this in Acts 3.5. We'll read this one. I've got a, I've got a couple of moments. Acts 3.5 says it like this. Wouldn't it be great to realize, like Peter and James... Whose affections were on Christ, by the way, that we have got something to give away. If I could just release that to you tonight, that'd be fantastic. If I could get that one point across to you, that you do have the kingdom of God within you. You do have the Holy Spirit within you, and it can flow and bless people. If that could be... And it's the presence. It's when you go into a place. It's when you go into a place. You can release the presence into a situation, into your friend's situation, into into a circumstance that won't budge. It it will move if you let this stuff move. And so it says here in Acts 3.5, So the man gave them his attention. He's a beggar. He's sitting at this gate on the way to the temple. James and John do this every morning. They're on the way up to the temple to pray. And they've walked by him many times. But this time, this time, they look at the beggar and they say, You know what? We have something. He's asking for money. But we do have something other than money. So the man gave them his attention. The beggar gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. Acts 3.6, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. And taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet, began to walk, then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Doesn't that sound awesome? <laughs> he said, Man, I haven't got a I haven't got a cash check to give you, but I have got my spiritual checkbook. Hello, cello. <laughs> Healing. Yeah. Christ has given me this anointing to get the job done. He's given me his presence to get the job done. I'm going to pull out my spiritual checkbook and I'm going to make a deposit into that cripple and the cripple was healed. Where's your checkbook, by the way? You got it? Your spiritual checkbook. You need to start filling some checks out. Make a, make a, make a demand. Take, you know, make a withdrawal. Make a withdrawal from heaven. Here, take that, friend. Here, take that. Bible says this. The Bible does say this. But just like the world was created, by words, it was the Holy Spirit brooding over the planet. Just like Mary was impregnated, it was the Holy Spirit that came upon her life. And then she gave birth. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. That gives birth to miracles. I'm nearly done. It's the Holy Spirit. Not just the Word. Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to perform miracles. Not the, he was the Word. John 1. He was the Word. Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. It's alright. Holy Spirit. Be my friend. Be my friend. All right, Holy Spirit. Okay, three little points. Not three little, but just three little. Do not grieve the Spirit of God. Ephesians 4.30 it says. Two, 1 Thessalonians 5.19. Do not quench, put out the Spirit's fire. And three, Ephesians 5.18. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. There was a scripture, I need it, it's going to help me, and it will be my last one, and I think we should use this scripture, thank you Jesus, oh hallelujah, Mm. Ephesians 3, I know the scripture, Ephesians 3, let's look at it here, and that's going to seal Seal my word. Holy Spirit. Thank you. Just say, Holy Spirit, thank you. Ephesians chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 3.20. Thank you, Julie. Oh, thank you, Tim. (laughs) Love the Holy Spirit. Say hello to the Holy Spirit at the back there. (laughs) Now to Him... This is my last scripture, guys. This is it. I rest my case after this. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to His power... Say power... That is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and forever. And the saints say, and the saints say, let's all stand. God bless you. I want to tell you something. John chapter 14 verse 15 i want you to turn your eyes to the screen john 14 verse 15 tell me when it comes up here it is if you love me let's all read this together if you love me you will obey what i command i will ask the father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him. Boom, stop there. Your unsaved friends and people whose affections are just on the world and in the world will not know the Holy Spirit. But you, my friend, whose affections are towards Christ, our God, our Lord, our King, the Father and the Holy Spirit, you will know him because it okay that's that's 17. the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him but you say but you, but you. know him <laughs> for he lives with you and will be in you <laughs> i will not leave you as orphans I will come to you. Let's go down to 26. Thank you, Tim. Verse 26. Tell me when we're there. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid can I ask you to go to chapter 15 verse 26 can we manage that when the counselor comes whom I will send to you from the father the spirit of truth who goes out from the father he will testify about me what is Jesus what is the Holy Spirit trying to do testify about Jesus Jesus Constantly exalting Jesus, deferring to Jesus, advocating what Jesus would do. He will testify about me, 27. And you also... uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And you also must testify for you have been with me from the beginning. The Holy Spirit's testifying. And then it says in the scripture... And you must testify. You must testify. You must testify. Holy Spirit testifying to you. You're going to testify about Jesus because you are going to be obedient. And in these last days, God is summoning up born again believers who will obey the Holy Spirit. And become vessels of the Holy Spirit and flow in the Holy Spirit look at the Bethel Church look at the Jesus culture people I saw them down at day spring those people are scary they shine young people I saw them down there as a team 20 of them they laid hands on me in a pastors meeting and they were scary brilliant in God they were scary shining for God they were glistening with hope say glistening they were glistening with hope lay hands on me pray for me fill me bless me anoint me holy spirit right now let's lift our hands right now we're done holy spirit come right now father just pray this prayer after me father forgive me that i've grieved ignored the holy spirit holy spirit draw close to me teach me show me the way the truth the life forgive me Holy Spirit that I've ignored you from the time I got up to the time I went to sleep forgive me Holy Spirit be my friend be my invisible friend be my transcendent guide teach me Share wisdom with me. Help me. Counsel me. Anoint me. Help me read my Bible. Help me pray. Help me come to church. Help me witness. Help me be a leader for God's kingdom. Help me flow the anointing to my sick friends. Holy Spirit, I need you. Jesus said, don't do anything until. He said, don't leave home without the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit right now. I call you back into my life. Lead me. Comfort me. Come alongside me. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is the paraclete, the one that comes beside you. See, I thought I was going mad as a kid, but it was already the Holy Spirit that was gro- grooming me for an extraordinary life. You're not going mad. Why don't you befriend the Holy Spirit? Speak to the Holy Spirit. Trust the Holy Spirit. It's the third person of the Trinity. He's real. He loves you. Oh, He just so wants to know you. So Holy Spirit right now. Even you tough men. You need the Holy Spirit. You young girls that gravitate towards your friends all the time. You're codependent almost on your friends. Have all your friends, but be co-dependent on the Holy Spirit. Come on, be co-dependent on the Holy Spirit. Ring the Holy Spirit up. Join the Holy Spirit's Facebook. Come on. Find out where the Holy Spirit lives and turn up there. Go for a drive with the Holy Spirit. Go to sport with the Holy Spirit. Go to work with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come now. Ah, oh, something's happening. Something's breaking off. Thank you, Marty. Holy Spirit, I need you in my business deals. I need you in my business. Holy Spirit, teach me how to eat right. Who wants that? Who's brave enough to pray that? Julie and I did. Holy Spirit, teach me that eating three whole pizzas at once is not good for me and then two bars of chocolate and then a bottle of coke holy spirit teach me to drink more water living water to do exercise teach me holy spirit how to live my life you're not going to listen to anyone anyhow are you but you'll listen to the holy spirit teach me to do well at school Teach me to do my career good. Teach me my profession in life. Teach me where where I fit in my local church. Teach me, Holy Spirit, how to love my mum and dad. I've run out of options. Teach me how to love my wife, how to love my husband. Teach me Holy Spirit. Need you. No counselor can help you. No worldly counsel. You can spend $200 an hour, but it ain't going to help. You need the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3tagra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. There is no greater love than that of yours. We want the world to know. So we'll rise in selfless faith.